welcome back. I'm Elisa, and I am one half of the Murder Sisters. Um, Justine is feeling under the weather. She's been sick, so instead of postponing the recording of this episode any longer than we have, we just decided that it would be easier and make more sense if I just recorded it solo, especially because it's going to be a short episode. It's going to be a mini-sode. But we will go back to our normally scheduled podcasting starting next week. So that's good. (laughs) As I mentioned, this episode is not going to be a full episode. However, it is a good one because we have an exciting case update regarding the disappearance and murder of Kristen Smart. I'm sure most of you have heard by now that Paul Flores along with his father, Ruben Flores, have been arrested in connection with the murder of Kristen Smart. And for those of you who haven't listened to our episode covering the case, or if you kind of need a refresher, Kristen Smart disappeared in May of 1996 on the Cal Poly campus after being walked back to her dorm room by a man named Paul Flores, who is one that has been arrested Unfortunately, at the time of her disappearance, campus police, as well as the San Luis Obispo Police Department, they pretty much botched the case and did not properly question Paul Flores. They didn't search his dorm before campus cleaning crews came in. They failed to search his father's property, and they also failed to search the vehicles that Paul Flores had access to at the time of her disappearance. And because of all of this, Paul Flores, who was referred to as Chester the Molester by some, he has been walking free for almost 25 years after the disappearance and uh, suspected murder of Kristen Smart. And a big reason why there were these arrests made in the case is due in part to a man by the name of Chris Lambert. Chris Lambert did an eight-part podcast series dedicated solely to the Kristen Smart case. The podcast is called Your Own Backyard and I highly recommend listening to it if you haven't already and you want to hear you know more info about this case. He does a deep dive and my aunt was actually the one that recommended it to us so thank you for that one. The reason why I say that the arrests were due in part to his podcast in particular is because it blew up in the podcasting community and it got a ton of attention that spread worldwide. And as a result of that, there were new witnesses that came forward, which helped move the case along. According to district attorney, his name is Dan Dow, Paul Flores, 44, has been charged with first-degree murder And it is alleged that he caused Kristen's death while either in the commission of or during an attempt to commit rape. And his father, Ruben Flores, who is now 80, is charged with accessory after the fact to the crime of murder. So the allegation for Ruben is that he basically he helped conceal Kristen's body after Paul had murdered her. And this is such a huge step towards Kristen and her family receiving justice and closure on her disappearance. My hope is that Paul Flores will 
ultimately come clean to what actually happened the night that he murdered Kristen, including where he put her body so that her family can, you know, properly lay her to rest. And according to San Luis Obispo County Sheriff Ian Parkinson, he said, I think they are feeling a bit of relief. But as you can imagine, until we return Kristen to them, this is not over. He also told reporters, we have committed to them that we are not going to stop until Kristen has been recovered. No matter what the cause, no matter what the time, we are committed to that. So that's very hopeful for her family in terms of finally knowing what happened to Kristen that night and where she's been all these years. Like I mentioned before, Paul Flores is facing charges of murder while his father, Ruben Flores, is facing charges of accessory after the fact. And according to an article that I found on SanLuisObispo.com, both Paul and Ruben were arraigned on April 15th of this year. So that was not that long ago. But prior to their arraignment, Paul Flores' attorney, his name is Robert Sanger, he filed a motion requesting that the Superior Court judge Craig Von Ruyen, I think that's how you pronounce it, (laughs) that he issue a protective order against publicity. Because according to Sanger, Paul Flores' right to a fair trial has already been compromised, due in part to the, and these are Sanger's words, not mine, (laughs) but due in part to the self-congratulatory news conferences held by County Sheriff Ian Parkinson and District Attorney Dan Dow. So in addition to this claim, Singer also stated in his motion that both Parkinson and Dow are, and this is in quotes, facing political challenges in their forthcoming re-election efforts, and that his client was arrested in a public manner with media alerted to the developments and photographs released of Paul Flores standing handcuffed in his pajamas Singer argues that any further comments made regarding his client, Paul Flores, or his case by law enforcement or others involved in the case would make a fair trial ultimately impossible for Paul Flores. After being presented with this motion request, Superior Court Judge Van Ruyen made the decision to grant the motion, but he actually removed the public officials portion of the motion And he also stated that judicial officers or court staff would be exempt from the restrictions for the purpose of communicating court scheduling, broadcasting information, and just like overall logistical info to the media so that they may continue to cover public proceedings. It's going to be very interesting to watch as this case unfolds. I mean, especially because the case has been thrust back into the spotlight in such a prominent way. I'm very confident that Paul Flores and his father, Ruben Flores, will be properly held accountable for the parts that they both played in the case of Kristen Smart. Um, But it's just going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out. You know, I mean. Best case scenario is that they both go to prison for the rest of their lives. Ruben is 80. So 
you know, how much longer does he actually have? We don't know. But Paul Flores, hopefully he will just spend the rest of his life in prison because he deserves to be there. He should have been put there a long time ago, but it's better late than never. And I just hope that through this, he does finally reveal not only what happened that night, but also where Kristen's remains are. Who knows where they might be? They could really be anywhere, especially because police haven't been able to locate them for all these years. It's 25 years. You would think that if they were in a close by area that somebody would have found them by now. But I'm just happy that both Paul Flores and his father, Ruben Flores, have been arrested. I mean, that's huge, huge. Um, So I was thrilled when I heard this news and I'm happy to report this update. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. I know this is a little shorty, but next week we will be going back to our normal podcasting. Me and Justine have a very interesting case that we're going to be covering. So stay tuned for that next week. If you guys want to get in contact with us for any reason, please email us at murdersisterspod at gmail.com. So that's murdersisterspod at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.